I have to try again and migrate it over. And I tried everything. I tried cloning the drive that's internal to the computer and that failed because Mac is weird and it won't let you do stuff. You have to unmount shit to get it to work and install and it just wasn't working. So I finally did this like last ditch effort where I wiped the SSD blade completely, wiped it. Then I put the old Mac mini into target disk mode is what they called it. And then I set it up to transfer after I installed a fresh install of the latest Mac OS on the blade. And then right after that, I finally got Mac's software, the migration assistant to copy everything over because it was throwing errors. It didn't want to copy it. It didn't want to clone, didn't want to do anything because of their new fucking file system they use. Yeah. Seven tries, dude. And I got it. The seventh time was lucky, but you want to know why? Why is that? Because of the little homeboy figurine I put on top of the Mac. Because little guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't have to put your thing down, flip it and reverse it. This little guy helped everything. All I had to do was just set him down on top of the Mac mini, Mm -hmm. hook up the Thunderbolt cord, put it into target disk mode and do the seventh try that I tried. Now I've done the same thing where I've wiped the hard drive, installed new software and tried again, Yes, but it didn't work. Mm -hmm. The thing that caused it is this little homeboy figurine. He is now the patron saint of data transfer in this office. Hey, real quick. Are we recording right now? Yeah, we recorded all this. Awesome. Thank you for joining us for IT Hour with Court (laughs) Matt. Our next segment is cabling and how it can be pornographic. Well, yeah. See, now I had to rip apart everything. So I labeled it and I had it all color coded and ready to go so I could plug it all back in. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Go slower. I'm working it over here. That's hot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Ew. (laughs) This show will pollute listeners' ears with foul language, occasional sexually explicit content, and more irony than is allowed for single episodes. last several years, distributors of obscenity have expanded into new areas, employing new technologies and reaching new audiences. Neither our Constitution, our courts, our people, nor our respect for common decency and human suffering will allow this trafficking in obscene material. Cinema PsyOps. Which exploits women and men alike to continue. Sharing filth-laden desires on mic to warp the brains of listeners until they are all demented deviants. Federal laws are being violated, and thus I am committed to redoubling the federal effort to ensure that those criminal elements who are trafficking in obscenity are pursued with a vengeance and prosecuted to the hill. The fact that society is becoming much more open now, less repressed, and I think there's less need for... Cinema PsyOps. Without dignity, they shout into the void in a vain attempt to be loved. Living in this culture now where there's just icebergs of filth floating through every house on Wi-Fi, it's inconceivable what it must be like to be a young adolescent now with this kind of access to... Cinema PsyOps. It must be dizzying and exciting, but corrupting in a way that we can't even think about. A pirate ship with a tattered flag, sailing across seas of questionable movies while firing cannons of disdain. Cinema PsyOps. Long may she sail. Hello 
and welcome to Cinema PsyOps. I'm just chilling out here with the patron saint of digital transfers, finally making it possible for the iMac 27-inch scavenged computer to finally work in this studio and making me super fucking happy that it does. Super unhappy that he has to be here on a Wednesday night. Not only that, that it's May Day is Matt. It's May Day? Yeah. May Day, May Day. Yeah, it's true. It's May 1st. We need I really to build a man out of wicker. Yes. And put a self-righteous pig inside of it and burn him alive. I'm, no, we're not We're not doing that. I am Lord Summer Isle and we will do this now. Okay, but you're not going to have all like the little kids dancing naked, are you? Well, no, there's not. No, 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 no. no, no. Not I'm not a creep. That. I'm yeah. not a weirdo. So you're not going to be like that. No. That, no. that summer solstice shit that they were doing. No, we're yeah. just going to put Edward Woodward's Christian cop pig character in a wicker man and burn him alive. Okay. I just want Why? Can I just burn cops alive, Matt? <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> thank you for being silent because someone out there will probably grab a clip. Yeah. Which reminds me, Ryan, thank you so much for grabbing all of those clips. I didn't have any time to process this. I literally got this fucking shit-ass iMac working with the new SSD blade like right before Matt got here. It's like a pretty screen, though. Oh, yeah. It's, when I get everything set up, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. This is the worst it's going to look. Yeah. I just have to move things around and configure them to where they will actually work right, but it's gorgeous. Like, I don't even need the other two monitors. <laughs> no, but you want them there because it makes it look pretty. I want them there because yeah. it increases my work outflow, or at least that's what I'm telling myself. Yeah. I, I just sit there because it looks cool, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. well, eventually, if we do this right, I may be able to actually record on the computer. Yeah. And then if that's the case, then our audio is going to kick up a notch even more because yeah. it'll be digitized going to the computer through. I just haven't had luck because the Mac Mini wasn't powerful enough to be able to handle nobody cares about any of this technical I, I, shit once again we're at the it corner with matt and court <laughs> they're not going to hear they're this stuff at the, the beginning yeah. yeah at the very they'll hear that at the very end so at the end of the show tune in for the it corner with court and matt yeah i'm gonna try and do outtakes i will have no fucking time to edit this week no no absolutely we, none unfortunately life got in the way well and I had to go see Avengers Endgame on Tuesday. Because you have to go see that. Yeah. I'm, What'd you think? Let's just not, no. No? No, I'm not even going to fucking go there. No? Because <laughs> no matter what I say about it, somebody's going to be in an uproar in some fucking direction. So. Good, bad, indifferent. Just say, how about that? I don't think I was in the right headspace to watch it. I need to go uh, back and see it again. Okay. I don't no, think I, I was in the right headspace. perfectly understandable. I don't get people who get all pissy about like, I okay, I liked it, but I don't like, if you're like, eh, you know, I like this other one better, maybe I'd give you shit for it, but people like get like real fucking serious about the fucking movies like that. Well, and that's just it. Like everybody's like talking about how amazing it was. And then I get in there and I'm in the theater. I'm super hyped for it. And then it just doesn't hit me. Yeah. It just, none of it was working for me. Sometimes it could take like a good second watch to really. Right. And that's what I'm hoping it's going to be because like yeah. I was super amped. There's one moment that happens and we'll talk about it off there that yeah. I actually was like, I said, fuck yes to. And it was like the, like pretty much the only thing that I got super into. I think I know. Oh, you know. Uh, yeah. I Everybody think I know. who's seen the movie yeah, knows. They, you know, if you know me, yeah, moment. yeah, if you know yeah, me, you know yeah. what my particular fuck yeah moment was going to be. Yeah. But um, it just, I don't know. I was, I was a little disappointed, but none of that even matters. Yeah, I know. Way. I wish I could make a reference to it, but I don't want to be a spoiler. So right, we're, we're gonna, gonna have to wait. We're gonna have like, to wait like a good month before we can start making Avenger Endgame you know, comments and stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, well, if we want to be courteous about it, but just the fact that I was a I little agree. disappointed in it and it didn't resonate with me right on this first watch. Yeah. But I was also fighting a very serious bout of depression before we went in there. Yeah. Like my anxiety and everything else was just going super over the top. Dude, you sound like me this whole fucking week. Well, yeah, it's been stressful for me too, man. Yeah. Like, 
like we've got a family member moving into town and there's exactly. a lot of shit that we got to handle for this that. This has been a stressful so. time for you and I right now. Yeah. We're, in a, we're in a real stressful, and I don't know when it's going to end for like me or you. Yeah, well, you've got deadlines. I've got deadlines. We've got shit that's happening, it, shakeups that are going on. An entirety yeah. of our lives are, are kind of in flux right now. Right. And yeah. so going it, into a movie that was like soul tragedy and everything, like yeah. when it should have been escapist, yes. all it was doing was triggering all sorts of these various other anxiety things for me. Yeah. I was not in the right headspace. So yeah. the fact that I may have been disappointed in the movie this first go around has nothing to do with the movie. It has everything to do with the headspace that I was in. Yeah. And it made me sad. I got super depressed. I'm like, why Why can't I enjoy it? What, I know. What's oh my wrong God. with me? Why can't I enjoy things like further, other people do? That's a further doubt. Like mine all started, like my Saturday was supposed to be like my cathartic Saturday. Yeah. Avengers. Then I was going to have the house to myself that night and I was going to barbecue. I was going to do late night barbecuing, which I'd like to do. Which bar- is code for him masturbating with a fucking shovel. No. What? Well, shovel. <laughs> I don't know what kind of weird shit you're into. I come a lot. <laughs> you have to dig. Yeah. You got to dig through it to clean it up. Uh, no, I like to barbecue. It's, it's something I do. It's like a catharsis. And I was going to do it late, some late night because it was windy here in town during the day. Yeah. Then, of course, right after Avengers, uh, my phone, it, it was getting towards the night and my phone screen completely, I dropped it and it completely shatters. And it's so late at night that, you know, nothing's open. And then I barbecued and got fucking freezing cold. And I really thought I had fucked the barbecue up yeah. when I had done it. And that's another thing that's been really shitty. The fucking temperature the fluctuations. Yeah, that's like, getting, really, really getting to me. I really wish that my house had climate control because I can't seem to get the right temperature or the right setting. Like you turn it on AC, the temperature drops like 50 degrees in two minutes. Yeah, you're not wrong. Outside, it does. Yeah. Then you turn on the heat to try and warm it back up. And the next thing you know, it's like 90 fucking degrees. Yeah. It's the joke they always used to make. If you don't like the weather in Nebraska, wait five minutes. It's happening right now. Well, now it's like if you don't like the season you're in in Nebraska, wait five minutes because yeah. it completely changes the season. Well, yeah. And then add to that, my Sunday was spent waiting for my phone to get fixed. It, it, and hopefully they, like, they didn't lose all my fucking data and shit, which I didn't think they would, but you yeah. never fucking know. See, I thought you dropped it in water. No, no. I dropped it. Well, there's part of me that was worried because it was I dropped it in a sink. And while there was no wa- standing water, you know, there's some kind of piddly stuff, but it shattered the screen so much that the display went fucking shit. Like you couldn't wow. see anything. Yeah. And it fucking just was burning up. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I remember you texted me later that yeah. night after you yeah. got it fixed. And you're like, hey, man, I need to delay the show. Yeah. And I'm like, because yeah. then right when I got my phone yeah. back, I had four voicemails from my manager at my job. And then a bunch of work shit happened. And that took the rest of my time. And that I'm still dealing with it now. And it's just it's not going to go away anytime soon. But, you yeah. know, it, yeah. our, our lives are going to be in a lot of shit <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Well, we're going to have to straighten some things out because yeah. we're going to have the full franchise we got, we fest. We got a very important full franchise fest coming out. Yeah. Now, hopefully by that time, yeah. maybe things start squaring I'm just, away. I'm just thinking that the month of May is going to suck. Yeah. And the month of June is just going to be busy. I hope it doesn't suck. I hope it's just busy because <laughs> some of the things I had planned for June should be fun. It's just going to be busy, but fun busy. <laughs> but I'm really getting scared. Yeah, well, May and June are going to be really difficult for us, but we're going to soldier ahead. But Oh, and this in May, I have jury duty, too. <laughs> I have to go to fucking jury duty. Well, at least you get out of work. Yeah. I, I came I came really close to being put on a grand jury for re- Omaha. Really? Really close. Did you, like, they just go, like, when you thought it was going to happen that way, did you, like, stand up and go, I could tell someone's guilty by just looking at them? <laughs> no, actually, I went to the courthouse, Yeah, and I was wearing that cradle of filth shirt that i wear nice you're out yeah it's the, the one with the nun 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that I only wear when I go out with the guys because I'm not allowed to wear it can, anywhere else. Yeah, can I just go in, like, I'm going to go in a white tank top with, like, mustard they, stains on they, it. They ask me to turn it inside out. They ask me to go to the bathroom and turn it inside out. Really? Yeah. And then, like, I think in spite of me and the outfit that I chose, then they started, like, the quote-unquote random selection thing. Uh-huh. Like, that was happening. I got put into the box, and then it was like they were narrowing it down and narrowing it down. And then I think I got selected because then the lady looked at me that was, like, pulling the lots uh-huh. and then just cast it aside and moved on to the next person and then had them okay, write it down. I, got, I gotta do something because I do not want to get picked for jury duty. I just do not. <laughs> well, it's not that I didn't want to get picked. It's just that I wanted to fucking terrify everyone if yeah. I got picked for, gra- yeah, for grand jury. I just jury. don't want to do jury duty. Grand jury is like, it's like several years and you, it's like once a month you convene yeah. like, and you see some serious stuff because that's federal, man. Yeah, that's federal shit. Yeah, and I almost got on there with the masturbating nun cradle of Phil's shirt. That would have been great. That they made me turn inside out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just seeing you show up for the grand jury. Well, I don't, I, let me rephrase that. They didn't make me. They asked me. Yeah. And I said, sure. <laughs> Jail Satan. This poor, you know, it's just some poor... You know, the person asking you, it was even their idea. Their supervisor like, ask him to turn the shirt inside out. No, somebody out. complained. Oh. Somebody complained about so it. Then somebody you, was... Yeah. Then you know, it's like just some poor schlub, and you're like, you're not going to be mean to them because no. we understand where they're coming from. Yeah. And yeah. They're just like, this is so fucking lame, but can you turn your shirt inside out, please? Well, I think they were more upset about the fact that the back of it said Jesus is a cunt than they were... <laughs> about the masturbating nun on the front <laughs> you know if they were cool they wouldn't have been bothered by it well yeah but i mean if you're cool yeah chances are you, you, you don't you, say you. anything about anything oh my Ex- god unless it's like real asshole yeah things. i've never done jury duty before oh really yeah i've never been on it I, for some odd reason whenever they start asking me the qu- i've been to a few of them but every time they start asking me it's, the questions it's real funny though well, like how do you feel about police officers yeah that pretty much gets me off of jury duty yeah, every right. time here's here's what's really funny the last time i was uh asked to do jury duty i was in college and i got out of it because i was a full-time student and they're like yeah you just don't have to do it didn't hear anything from them ever again until my wife and i re-registered to vote right uh before this uh last election oh, yeah? and now all of a sudden we both got jur- jury duty notices in the mail and i'm like yeah guys can you make that seem a little less you know like oh fuck like two new people who just re-registered better go ahead and send her to vote <laughs> fucking awesome. assholes that's crazy <laughs> i got i know a buddy of mine who's a who's an actual registered independent not republican or democrat he's actual registered independent and every year he gets told he has to help run votes for or not every year but every voting year uh-huh. he has to go help run votes and that's not a choice they don't ask you to do it it's your civic duty yeah they it's make, like jury duty too. yeah, yeah they still, make you do that yeah. but he's asked all the time and he's like i'm pretty sure it's because i'm a registered independent they're like we know we can trust this guy he, he's not for either side so i'm registered nonpartisan. are you so that'll I'm probably happen to me someday. yeah someday if they ever catch you on that they're gonna be like motherfucker you're running votes you're running papers yeah but i'm pretty sure that the when the bureaucrats look down the line of a way that i actually vote they're gonna be like no we don't want him on there wait 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 (laughs) your buddy's probably voting in the way that they want him to so that they possibly who knows yeah Yeah. but anyway nobody cares about civic duty fucking computer shit bitching about our lives What we're here to talk about yes. is a an epidemic, yeah. an epidemic, Matt, of violence in a women's prison. That's right. <laughs> and not only that, motherfucker, it is May Matei. 
Hey, fuck you. I, I was just uh, ig- really excited to see Laura uh, Gemser again. <laughs> what have you seen Laura Gemser in before? A lot of things when I was younger. Oh, so you're a fan of the Emanuela series. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is technically... Uh, this, uh, this... Laura Gemser is technically, quote-unquote, black Emanuela. Yes, yes. But... How she's black Emanuela when she's not really she's, black. She's, she's, she's Asian. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but that's just what she is. But it's racism. <laughs> that's why. But uh-huh. remember, we are forward thinking show that's not no, no, that, that's, that's not how, how it works. goes how do you, go you get the setup right and then i'll deliver oh, damn it that's right <laughs> Uh, but we are. We are a forward-thinking show, but are. that's not the delivery that's not that the delivery get. that I was supposed to need. You no. can't call back if you no, don't do it no, right. I can't call back if I don't do it right. <laughs> but no. Uh, do you remember what your first Laura Gemser film was? Uh-huh. You want to tell me? Oh, God, I don't know. You remember the title of it? Yeah. What was it called? <laughs> it's the best one ever. Emmanuel in Bangkok. Emmanuel in Bangkok. Yeah. I'll see if I can find that, and maybe we can cover it next year. Yeah. I remember, uh, number one, I first saw that on a Skinamax thing when yeah. I was... Uh, an impressionable young man coming to age, if you were. Or at the age where you start coming. Yeah, if you and, will. Yes, right. And that uh, <laughs> that was a thing. And then it's a thing. Yes, it was a big thing. She, she it's cut, a thing. She held my hand and ushered me in into that period of time of my life. Okay. okay. So now more than that. Now, now uh-huh. more than that. Then your buddy, uh, your hero, Jim Bob. He did Joe a, Bob. Joe Bob. He did a show about that one, stating that that is his favorite in the Emmanuel series. Was that? I remember seeing that. He was talking on about the movie it. channel. Yeah. 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 I think I saw that exact same. Episode episode on yep. the movie channel too because yep. we're around the same age i think yeah. you're, you're like a few months older than me right? something like that yeah. yeah but i think i may have seen that same joe bob because i was an mm-hmm. avid joe bob fan even back then on the yeah. movie channel so was i i was i was fuzzy movie channel for me and then it was fuzzy max well yeah. <laughs> but i'm just yeah. saying yeah when i saw her in it i went well all right this is done <laughs> so my next question is was this the first movie that you ever uh you know uh, uh oh yeah i think so really I, I i can't be too sure that's many many years is it close enough to where you could say this is the only one that I remember being the first one? Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's how close it is. Okay, this is what we're going to do next year. <laughs> we know yours. Yeah, we're going to find out yours? No, I know what mine oh, is. I found you? it. Okay. And it's going to explain to the audience a whole lot. So what we're going to do sometime in the year five, yep. we're going to do a double header type episode where we talk about both films. You know what we should do? And we're going to basically show the audience yeah. why I'm demented and why yeah, you're you're demented. Yeah, and you know what we should do? We should turn it into a series and we'll have guests on. We'll have their movies of the first time they <laughs> so they can explain themselves i'd be more interested in hearing some female guests right if a movie me too. ever drove them oh to my that. god me too so i'm just saying guys you know, <laughs> guys and gals let's uh let's make that happen <laughs> that's shit, i gotta that's i gotta come up shit. with a clever name for yeah, that yeah i know right yeah but this all came about because of may mate <laughs> you know what though i almost kind of like the same thing as you going was this the first movie that you <laughs> and that should be the name of it <laughs> Tell me about your earliest memory of Uh, jacking it to a film (laughs) on cable or tape. When was the first time you diddled it to a movie, and what movie was it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And do you remember what age you were? Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. I remember very clearly. I do. I don't know if I yeah. remember my age. You're gonna once once I reveal this, you're gonna hate me yeah. even more than the worst weekend of my life movies. You're gonna hate me. Oh no way! Really? Yeah, it's gonna be. That, I'm teasing it out for your five. Oh, is it that fucking bad? It may be. Yeah. Oh my god! See, mine seems pretty normal for a young man to, you know, right? But, yeah, mine's pretty normal. Mine's yeah. like, you know, if you've ever seen, if you've never seen Emmanuel Bangkok, I highly suggest it. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we're not going to get to watch that tonight no, and talk about tonight. it. No. We're talking about the <laughs> epidemic of violence in a woman's in prison. A women's prison. Yeah. Not only is it Bruno Mattei, but also a longtime collaborator with that, Claudio Forgrassi, co-wrote and co-directed it with his spouse. I can't remember her name, but I'll have it after the break because I will look it up. Yes, I love the Netherlands. <laughs> no, no. These are Italian people. Oh. Claudio Fragassi is actually responsible for the best worst movie ever made. Oh, really? What's well, that? that's what other people call it, and that's what a documentary about it was. Troll 2. Oh, really? That's the level of writing oh. that you can expect. Now, Claudio Fragrassi will probably never be his own month. Yes. Unless he's working with Matei. Oh, gotcha. So, so he's, not, yeah. he's not quite up there yet. Can I just tell you that this is going to probably be the best quality movie? All the other ones are on DVD, and I think they're all shot on videos made later in Bruno Matei's career when he gave even less fucks when he made this. Yeah. <laughs> So you let that stew. We're yes. going to take a break here. We're going to play right. a promo for the Legion Podcast Patreon. We're going to have a little bit of music from the Necromantics because, A, I just saw them a couple of days ago and I got the new album. And anytime Cork gets a new album and gets to see the Necromantics live, they get played on the show. There you go. Regardless of whether or not it fits the movie. Did you see them live? Like Sunday night. Was that, oh, is that, yeah, is that where you were Sunday night? Yeah. I got you. Yeah. So we'll play some Necromantics and when we come back, there is no trailer that I have, so there will be no trailer. Hey. This'll keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Well, 
Well, people are dying in this movie, so... Yeah. I mean, kind of it's a necrotopia, but we didn't yeah. get any necro, necro, necrophilia or no. anything like that. No, so you didn't get that. I'm very sad about that. Dude, come on, man. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Are we going to be okay through this? This what? is a violence against women movie. Yeah. Yeah, you going to be able to maintain? Uh, You mean keep my hands out of my pants? Yes. Well, I'm not watching the movie, so are it should be, be very to, easy to Are you going to be able to watch what you say? <laughs> no. God, no. No, oh, no. <laughs> Never gonna do that. Well, this is probably gonna be the last. That's show. the that's the patron saint of data transfer. He's not the patron saint of court. What what the fuck you say? We still gotta give that guy a name. <laughs> I'll let the audience name him. What are we gonna name the patron saint? The homeboy figurine. You gotta take a picture and put yeah, it on I'll, the website. I'll, well, after the after we're done recording, or, I'll yeah, put him up and then everybody Facebook. can see in the group. Yeah, put on the books of faces. Yeah. So I don't know if there's a trailer or not. But well, fuck it. <laughs> Let's read it. All right. Anyway, uh, violence in a woman's prison. We start off the movie with new prisoners being picked up. A later viable is brought in and it is the beautiful laura jemser as i've already I'm mentioned i'm still tripping out that you like and know laura jemser yeah you actually raised up a notch in my yeah, estimation really? <laughs> i know i mean when she got out of the car went well now we're in business <laughs> hey, here we go <laughs> and then i looked up and i see she works with matei a lot so yes laura jemser worked a lot yeah. with matei she was in a lot of his sleazy flicks yeah that's the one thing i love about matei he doesn't pull any punches on his sleeves. I haven't noted this while watching. Who I go, it's the beautiful Laura Jemser, who may or may not have been a big deal when I was becoming a young man. She ushered many a man through puberty. I think so. In his early days. I, yes. uh, I'm sure she did. Uh, oh, I know for a fact that she did. You're, you're Just yeah, scour mean, the no, internet for yeah. lonely dudes and you'll find a bunch of them that talk about her. Oh, of course. And uh, ladies. There's some lonely ladies out there that have also been ushered through dude, puberty and, because yeah, of Laura Jemser. Anybody who finds the female form attractive should find Laura Jemser are attractive. I'm just saying. Yes. Yes. I'll agree. All right. Title screen. All right. The drivers are talking. What's, sh- the, what's the title? Uh, it's a violence in a woman's prison. Yes. But you may also see it as women's prison massacre, which I think it is oh, on really? Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. Now, Matei and the groups did make a lot of movies using the same footage over and over again. Yeah. But violence in a women's prison and women's prison massacre, as far as I can tell from going through. See, I'd never seen violence in a women's prison before. Yeah. But I had seen women's prison massacre and they're so much alike that I'm convinced they're the same movie they just got recut and renamed really yeah holy shit yeah but anyway that's that's exploitation that happens yeah. all the goddamn time but yeah. go ahead all right the drivers are talking shit about the prisoners uh and uh, talking about like shit like you know in the old days they used to have metal handcuffs now they're all rubber because it hurts their little wrists i remember back in the day they used to hang you in the dungeon by your thumbs calls them whores i miss the screaming uh said most are going into the prison for prostitution and drugs well, so I you mean, know that's... the best place to put someone who's probably if they're if they are a prostitute especially like you know uh, one in the street they're probably very desperate uh you know this is probably a last ditch desperation move by them and if they're addicted to hardcore drugs they definitely need help so what do you do with two parties who need a lot of help in this world who can be assisted well of course you send them to fucking prison well especially if it's for profit you see that's how you make yeah. money yeah you incorporate yourself and then uh. you build a bunch of prisons mm-hmm. you get the government funds to run the prison and then you take those funds and then squander them on your own salaries and then never transfer any of that money on taking care of or rehabilitating your inmates. Must be fucking nice. It's a beautiful scheme. And the way that you keep it going, Matt, is you Mm. get judges to invest in your corporation. Of course. You get senators to invest in your corporation. You get attorneys general to invest in your corporation. And it keeps this cycle of poverty, degradation, violence, and systemic racism going. Yeah, I know, right? It's beautiful. Fucking, we need to leave this world behind. Uh, 
Anyway, one of the women tell the others not to be depressed just yet. There will be plenty of time for where they're going to yeah, be. Just yeah, just wait till the rapes start. Yeah, right. Uh, we cut to outside the prison. A town man, Miguel, comes to the guards with fresh food. Uh, he said this is for the doctor's work on his legs. So apparently they have a very skilled doctor in the hospital. Yes, they have a medic guy who is extremely skilled and yes. he knows what he's doing doctor-wise. Yes, but wait, don't ruin it. We're he's not in the clinic. Yet. He's in the clinic. It's not a hospital. Right. Oh, the clinic. Yes. Yeah, or they have like a medical ward. The medical, the infirmary. Infirmary. Yeah. That's the word we're looking for. Uh, the bus pulls in, and the young our uh, Laura is brought in, and her character's name is also Laura. She is brought Convenient. in. Yes, she is brought into the warning, and that is our first clip. I hope you're not going to cause trouble in here. No one would suspect you had such a record to look at you. Laura Kendall, age 26, prostitute by profession, pusher of drugs, attempted homicide. I had every reason to kill him. He was a pimp. How about the bit on drug pushing? Did you push the stuff or not? Yes or no? Reply to the question when addressed. Yes. Yes, yes your honor. Yes, and say head warden. Yes, sorry, head warden. You may go. <laughs> so now, real quick, huh? why do they get also like they call him? Like, that's always that power move, you know. You call him by, oh yes, your honor. No, that's the wrong sort of good name to call somebody. <laughs> call them Warden Supreme. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fine, Warden Supreme, motherfucker. The people that are put in charge of this prison are into domination and degradation and and violence. And according to every movie and TV show ever, that's every prison, ever. We always get the worst people be in charge of prisons. No, we only have the best people put in charge of prisons, Matt. Oh, yeah? Only the best? (laughs) Only the best. Wait, wait, is this what Trump considers only the best? Yes. Okay, so it is the worst. (laughs) I mean, just knock him in the head a couple of times before you put him in the car. Uh, well, yeah, of course. I mean, especially if they have bigger hands than you, because fuck, that's triggering. This film is not breaking any new ground in the women in prison genre no. in any way, shape, or form. It's the same formula. <laughs> There's a wave of these things, and yeah. it's surfing right over top of it, dude. We are... but it's doing it badly. <laughs> dude, I'm watching this, and I'm thinking back to the last women's prison movie we had, we had done. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is... Almost exactly the is, same. This is the same setup. Well, that was... The, the very last one that we did was The Jail, The Women's Hell, which yeah. is a later Bruno Mattei film shot on video. But it's the same story! Yeah, but he gives zero fucks about that. Yeah. And then he even had a stand-in actress to pretend to be Laura Jemsner because he wanted to try and recreate that as much as possible. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the women are now brought into the actual prison. Uh, The one who was talking about Dean, you know, don't be depressed just yet. Well, her name's Kitty, and as obvious, she's already been there, and everyone's kind of saying hi to her. This is all exactly the same as the jail, the women's hell. Like, he followed the same formula, where there's someone that's literally coming back after being there. Yeah. So then Laura is brought into the prison, Doctor. Uh, he asks her to undress for a med check. Thank you, movie. Very much thank you, movie. Yes. Uh, that was uh, that that was that was memories right there. It was very nice of them to have her go behind a screen so yes. that she could be modest for the doctor. But not but the for, camera <laughs> but the camera's focused very prominently on the, the screen. S- yes. And Laura Jemsner is turning her body in such a way as to display everything you want to look at to the point where right when she goes to put on the little bit of a robe before the examination you're all like i saw everything i just sat there and went memories <laughs> from the corner of my mind where did these calluses come from on my hand <laughs> why is my right arm so much bigger than my left <laughs> holy fucking blister fist batman 
<laughs> How many times did you do it watching the movie, Court? You can tell me. Don't be bashful, you fucking animal. <laughs> no, I didn't flog the Molly at all during this you film. Did? Oh, no. nice. Uh, Believe it or not, I didn't find, other than this scene, very yeah, much else enjoyable yeah, there's sexually. there's not much else to, to happen here. At least that this I'm going to say on the air. Yeah. <laughs> This is the last time you could ever hear us say thank you. Well, maybe one more time at the very end, uh-huh. we could say thank you movie again. Yeah. There's like bookends of thank you movie. And then in I'm, between this I'm able to kind of like partition my emotions. Yeah. And I'm able to put my sadness that I feel for the things that are happening to the naked people on screen <laughs> out of the way because I realize that it's just a movie. Yeah. And then I can be grateful for the naked people I'm seeing on screen. Okay. Thank God you said that. Cause so could I. <laughs> Everybody should be able to yeah. do that. Where you're like, oh, yay, nudity. It's- I'm not allowed to enjoy this it's make believe <laughs> uh all right so anyway kitty comes face to face with an old foe and that is our next clip ah i never guessed i would ever meet you again in here sorry to disillusion you i would have preferred to share my cell with a cheap hooker they're much nicer to hang out with if you want an easy life in here forget the past and keep one eye shut on the present and keep both closed on the future huh you got the idea girl this is your new special friend yeah like her she's really tied up to you close hurt isn't she mm-hmm she needs plenty of affection don't you Malone and you get it from me don't you Laura gets a clean bill of health and as she goes back to get redressed she sees that he is wearing a men's prison uniform under his lab coat so the fuck yeah so the doctor who runs the infirmary or is a prisoner yeah he's a he's a fellow prisoner this is the part where i was like what the fuck movie because they have a men's prison and a women's prison in the same building right next to each other they have different wings now i know that that's something that does happen but it should be in different facilities on different ends of the camp with a lot more in between them than just a shit ton of guards of the shit ton of guns yeah because that's like that's a recipe for disaster just waiting to happen exactly yeah uh laura is brought into her cell with the old Older prisoner named Pilar. She Pilar is to explain the rules and how the prison works to Laura. Uh, Pilar instead is talking to her pet cockroach and tells Laura to make herself at home. Did this start making you feel like Orange is the New Black? Yeah. When yeah. she gets into the scene with the Rosa or whatever, uh-huh. that's like uh, you know the the segregated. Yeah. Because of age or infirmary yeah. section, and then they just bring in the new prisoners till they get acclimated, and then move them out to the Gen Pop. Exactly. Area. Yeah, I got that feeling. Yeah, it uh, felt like that. Pilar says to mind your own business and you will survive uh the warden like like you need that advice when yeah. you're... <laughs> well some people like to get fucking nosy and they don't know when to stop especially in women's prisons yeah, uh, that's where the <laughs> violence comes in yes exactly <laughs> Maybe they weren't nosy enough, if you know what I mean. Oh. Uh, Inappropriate. (laughs) Uh, The warden talks to the doctor, and she makes a mention like, oh, this Laura is very remarkable. See, now uh, the girls, all the other girls hardly have a page, and she gets two pages. And then she reminds the doctor that uh, he owes her for his position and that she needs some time with him. So Maybe it's just because the lady who's playing the warden was in some other other films of a Nazi exploitation nature. Yeah. But this film feels like a 
leftover Nazi exploitation script. Kind of. That got thrown into and morphed into being, instead of a concentration camp, it's a Pr- prison. Well, it's like what you say, Matei maybe just didn't give a shit and said, well, I've made a Nazi you know, exploitation film. I don't know if he ever did. Exploit- All the ones that I've seen, I don't know uh-huh. if they did any of those. I'm oh. sure he did. I'm sure there, like, there's like, got to be someone out there. He's like, I'll just, I need did. a new idea. I'll just mash those two together. Well, it just feels like they they grabbed a script for a Nazi exploitation film and they just did a like control F, found the word concentration camp, and then replaced it with prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Because they're doing a lot of the same kind of shit. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, the guards are handing out mail and uh, when the prisoner's Malone gets in, she has a food parcel. Well, the head guard eats it right in front of her, then says that she has a great looking son, too bad she'll never see him again until he's probably a soldier, so she's pretty much mocking him. Then there's a sinus spray in there, but the uh, guard can tell right away and sniffs it that it's obviously drugs. Probably, I don't know. Well, she said that the main place that they try to bring yeah. in drugs is through sinus nasal spray. Yeah, the dogs like can't Coke catch or whatever. it, but they, yeah. we can. I always but I do. always smell yeah. it, yeah. So then uh, the doctor gets paged to the, infirmary, to the male infirmary. The patient is a man um, and he's pretty much, he's kind of like the uh, the prison man, if you will. The what uh, seems to be the prison boyfriend for a lot of the prisoners. Something that he actually enjoys this, because he is to be he's playing a homosexual character this is coded really offensively yeah i mean it's bad because he he acts all fucking just terrible i realize it's a different time frame but yeah. watching it from the eyes that i have now yeah i found none of the things that he was supposed to be for comic relief funny no i found nothing in the way that he was being treated okay no in any way shape or form in fact i put a I pulled a clip of him trying to pers- you know persuade all the guys out of the court just so people could hear how they Treat had him, him. How, they, well, how they had him act you know yeah. as 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 it were that shit pissed me off we'll yeah. talk about it when we get there yep uh well anyway uh he's like you know the doctor says you know don't you know you gotta stop doing this and he goes well they always say they won't hurt me this time then they do when they get over excited he goes well if this keeps happening he's gonna send them to the women's prison the women's side uh as they're still talking a fight breaks out in the yard and uh the doctor is the only one that treats this character like with, a human being yeah. yeah in any way shape or form and two other guys who are beaten up now are brought into the infirmary one tells the guy to come to his cell that night so he can fill him up uh the other character declines yeah, yeah saying, he basically no. said your tank looks a little low i think i need to fill it up yeah. or something along those lines the, the character which is not a bad line it's just really rapey the way he yeah. delivers it. the character said i know right it's like you know if, if there were two two people in love and one of them said that that that'd be like oh look at they're having they're being cute and fun and a little dirty Right. Yeah. Like, if I go to the person that is my significant other, yes. and I say, you look like you're a court low, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I do it jokingly and kind of fun, it's not as creepy as if yeah. I look at someone I've never met before and go, you look like you're a court low. Yeah, this is this is definitely, definitely creepy. It's all about the context, man, yes. and this is super fucking creepy. Exactly. Well, that night, Malone and her snitch cellmate, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that snitch better get some stitches. Yeah, and her name is Hertha. 
Hertha, her snitch cellmate Hertha, are brought to the special head guard cell. It's like where the head guard sits. It's like her office, but it's a cage, so she's protected or well, something. Yeah, yeah. She's because she's on the cell block. So she sits on that cell block. But yeah, on it's that like cage. an observation office yeah, or something. Yeah, kind but of. it's yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, they're in there, and uh, they're with, of course, the highest ranking guard and the one who was kind of going through all the mail. Who's still all about that nasal spray this yeah. whole time. <laughs> she sits Malone down, then molests her a bit, and then takes hits of the drugs, and then watches as Malone and Hertha strip down to stockings. Never seen a, a prison uniform with stockings before, but okay, I guess that's a thing. That's my fetish. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I have a ragey direction. I do right now. During that scene, you did, huh? No, I'm, I'm usually just always pre-coital. Oh, Christ. Don't even bring that back. No. Uh, let's see here. Uh, they proceed to have a very long sex scene. Um, seems the whole cell block can hear them. Uh, Pilar- are they actually like willing participants or are they doing this specifically and only for this head guard's pleasure? I think her She says- seems to like to watch. Yeah. I think... Uh- I have a ragey direction. Oh, I mean, well, I did during that, but I think... She likes to watch because that's my fetish. Yeah. Is what she's saying the whole time. Hertha is definitely into doing it. I think Malone is trying to get her fix. Yeah, Malone's. Yeah, she's yeah. selling her body for drugs, which is no different than what she was probably doing on the outside. Because yeah. they do say that the, the general pop of women are, are prostituting dr- for drugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like two out of the three people are in there because they want to be. <laughs> it's that pesky third. Uh, that's my fetish. <laughs> you like watching the third that's not a willing participant? No, I want her out of there that poor girl jesus christ you feel so bad you do but you also enjoy the lesbian scene and you have to compartmentalize your feelings for why she's doing it yes you have to do a lot of work that's why i watched it five times because i had to work at getting there emotionally emotionally so it's kind of like a thank you movie because she's yeah. doing it for drugs yeah but at the same time <laughs> that's a clip yeah. <laughs> sort of uh but like i mean she's doing it because she wants to get the drugs that she was trying to get in that she's addicted to so yeah. she's doing this for the drugs but at the same time, she's being manipulated and used by yeah. this prison guard. Well, yeah, this whole time, the prison guard's sitting there, not really moving, just gripping her billy club and sweating a lot. Like, she's not even playing with herself, but seems like she's getting off like she is. The billy club is a replacement uh-huh. for a particular organ that apparently this prison guard is coded to wish she had. Yes. Um, that is the most progressive way that I can say that. Yeah, Pilar comments that the women, isn't it how horrible how much the women are horrible to one another and even talks about how it wasn't always like this they had a different uh warden who was a male but they you know they pretty much fucked him over relentlessly to the point where he had to leave um as we keep going through all this two other prisoners hear what's going on and they start going at it and so you're just so like, now this part's a thank, that's you a thank you movie because they're just doing it just to do it they're in their own cell so this is where it starts getting interesting because yeah. you're watching the two willing participants going yeah. after each other listening to the half willing participant couple it's being watched by the twisted weirdo fucking superior guard lady or yeah. like main guard lady. So the whole time you're like, where do I, am where, I, where are my morals compared to my horniness and where do they meet on this plane of battle? Somehow that's a clip that's too. Somehow a clip. Like you're just kind of like, 
while you're watching the movie, you're just like, okay, so I, I can feel good about this, but they got turned on by this, which isn't a good thing. Yeah. So, like, by extension, am I removed far enough from the bad thing to feel good about the good thing? How confused is your boner? Very much so during this entire <laughs> film. Uh, then, when the guard just Kimberly cannot take it anymore, she starts beating them both with her nightstick. Yeah, that's she where rages. You, that's where you know for sure that that nightstick is a replacement uh, for a organ that she does not have. I guarantee you that head female cop just came, realized the porn she was watching isn't appropriate for her, you know, quote unquote lifestyle. And this is the this is the equivalent of smashing the clothes button. She's beating it. I do not think that she's smashing the clothes button. I don't think that's the reaction yeah. at all. I think that she is incapable of feeling the finishing move, if uh-huh. you will, the climax to yeah. her anticipation and her joy. She's not going to come unless she's beating somebody. Yeah, she clip. could just be true. No, uh, I think she's a sadistic, yeah, twisted she bitch, just, like, and she cannot come until she is hurting somebody. That's true. Also a clip. Uh, one of the new girls is freaking out now. Kitty's trying to tell her. I to, wonder why. Yeah, she's hearing all this. Kitty tells her to calm down, but that it's going to happen to her as well. It happens to everyone who's here, and she should just prepare herself for it. <laughs> that new girl freaks, and she says she'd rather die. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so pretty much every woman That new girl's gets, name is Consuela, by the way. Every woman that's in this prison gets dragged into this head guard's office, forced to be... Or or other things. I mean, it's a yeah. different amount of things happening here. Some get forced into this All bad. Everything's shack. bad. It's all, all violence in a women's shit. prison. Yeah, yeah, it's all fucking bad, and we'll get to that. There are many different levels of what could happen to a girl. Uh, the, like, next mo- <laughs> the next morning, it's time to get up. Uh, the two ladies who uh, got pretty much you know beaten and all that shit, they get a sick day. Pilar gives Laura a mirror to comb her hair and also gives her her cup for the coffee. Uh, she also lets her know another rule to survive. Do as they say and don't fight them. Laura is cleaning the floor and the guards are being assholes and tell her they have a new job for her and to empty the chamber pot as they keep... Shit bucket. Yep, shit bucket. They push her around, they push her around. Laura says no and she throws the shit on the guards. As they all struggle, Laura's... That's my fetish. <laughs> Laura's able to get the nightstick and starts beating the shit out of the guards. That's my fetish. Before being overpowered and thrown into solitary, which is... I a, have a ragey direction. Which is a dark, cold cement room. <laughs> Kitty and Hertha get into a fight later on that night as guards take the new lady, Consuela, who had already been freaking out, away. Uh, Hertha tells him that she'll enjoy it because she is young and new. Uh, no, that's not true at all. That's a horrible fucking thing to say, Hertha. I know, I know, but that's what Hertha's saying. Um, Kitty claims that Hertha put all this up and started all this, and they begin to fight again. Back in solitary, a light comes on, and we all of a sudden see a shit ton of red-eyed rats coming into the cell, crawling oh, all we over. need to talk about those rats. Alright. They are red-eyed as shit. Yes. And they're all solidly black, including their legs and their toes. Yeah. I think they motherfucking spray-painted those oh, things. I guarantee you they did. The way the fur was sticking together? Yeah. Yeah. They spray-painted those fucking rats black. Yeah. They got a bunch of white albino rats to get the pinkest eyes they could. Yep. And they spray-painted those poor little bastards black. Yes. And I bet you none of them lived through this shit. Oh, I guarantee you they didn't. It looks amazing. It's fucking terrifying when yeah. you see them. Yeah, it's horrific. But I, I don't want to see rats being fucking tormented. I don't want to see way, animals to... being fucking tormented. No, I only want to see human beings being tormented. Exactly. That's my fetish. Thank you. <laughs> 
that's a thing. It's a thing. Yes. But yeah, it's like, holy shit. Yeah, the the black spray painted rats were crazy. And I just, it, it really seemed like something really bad was yep. going to happen to them and they and were going to die. And they're crawling all over Laura and they are biting her. Consuela is sewn into a, like just a normal dark room. And, but right in that dark room is a stained glass window. And behind that, we see the warden in her underwear. Not bad. You see a lot more of her in another movie that we've also covered. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was in the house on the edge of the park. She was the woman in the red dress that ended up with the slightly mentally handicapped character that went along with the main bad guy played by David Hess. Yeah, yeah. They ended up in a bush somewhere. That's right. And had like consensual sex. Yeah. Even after he was being forced to pretty much sexually assault her in front of everybody. Uh Uh-huh. And then they went off and did that. Same actress. Oh, yeah. She's also in a Nazi exploitation flick too. I think it's like SS. Yeah, you were saying that. SS Love Camp. I think they all blend together to where it's like all the same movie and they're all terrible, but like Mm -hmm. in the most offensive and exploitative way. Yeah. Which means I love a lot of them for that reason. Of course. Because they're trash. Also, on the other side of that stained glass with the female warden is the male warden, and they have words about this new girl, Consuela, in our next clip. She's certainly an attractive young woman. It's a pity to waste her like that. You mean you'd like her yourself? (laughs) I sometimes wonder if you wouldn't be more at home in another kind of house. Might be uh, quite an idea. Uh, oh my God! Can you just fucking imagine just two people who could not give a shit less about another human being? Yeah, they. I uh, mean, other than your parents. Wow, you go right over there. Just gobsmacked you with that one, did I? <laughs> I mean, like I want to argue with you, <laughs> but I kind of think you're right. <laughs> But it's only one specific human being. <laughs> yeah, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> all this all this after you tell me how depressed you were going into Endgame, then I just right hook you with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> no, you don't. You're a dick. <laughs> but no, essentially what they're doing is they set up to have this woman get raped by two prisoners, right? Yeah, so I was going to get to that. Just so, so they could watch. Well, and I'm sure it's like those two prisoners are probably fucking snitches or something for the male warden, so they get a prize, and yes. So if you're offering the rape of someone as your reward for things, you are a piece of shit. Yeah, so the lights come on in Consuela's room and two male prisoners enter and attack her. The female warden watches as they strip her of her clothes, choke her with her own underwear, then both wardens are watching and starting to make out and get it on while watching. Uh, they close the little window hash they're watching out of, they get at it, and then the two prisoners, uh, the two male prisoners proceed to rape Consuela. So we see Laura again being attacked by the rats, and that they're kind of gruesome, man, with the blood and everything. And this was shit. the best part of the movie, but again, I feel like they did something horrible to those, those rat- rats. Yeah, it took me out of it because I couldn't stop thinking about what they had to do to the rats to make them look like that. Yeah, and then also what what ended up being where they're getting the rats to munch on things, and what are they feeding the rats? Is yeah. it you know like what what is going to yeah. happen to them? Oh, those rats were all. Dead. We're not concerned about Laura Jensner's no, safety well being. She's fine. She's a person who can speak up and say stop this it's yeah. wrong yeah and then the, the the director would probably listen to her so eh, no, but, i honestly don't know who knows yeah but no like clearly she's in a lot better situation than the rats because the rats are going to get killed regardless either
either way. It's the fucking late seventies, early eighties yeah. kind of stuff. So it's over with. The guards have to break her in, break in, and they bring her back to her uh, cell. Uh, the next day, the wardens are talking. The male warden warns the female to watch her punishments, as they are doing them no good. As there are some do-gooders out there who are trying to infiltrate infiltrate prisons and find out, you know, all the kind of shit that's going on. Vomit. Yeah. Vomit. The way that he describes this yeah, is the like do-gooders. the right wing fucking dream of how crime and punishment should be. Oh yeah. There's yeah. some fucking bleeding heart liberals coming in and trying to ruin our fun with our prison system. No, don't they know that we get to treat everybody like they're not human? Because they've got put in jail for drugs and or prostitution. With you know, most of them all do drugs and partake in prostitution. Or force them to prostitute themselves in the prison for drugs as we've already seen. I mean, how many times do you hear that fucking fat fuck Rush Limbaugh talk about how drug dealers were the worst and he was fucking trying to get Oxycontin fucking every goddamn known prescri- prescription drug a fucking right, in the world. A right wing blowhard is a hypocrite, man. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, are you shocked? It's a thing. It's uh, I, I Thank couldn't you, believe it. Thank you, Dave. Uh, anyway, uh, Pilar sees that Laura is very sick. Uh, they also. I the, wonder why she yeah. was chewed alive by rats. Yeah, the guards also even said they told the head warden that they had to take her back and the head warden wanted her in there for a week but they said the rats had torn her up too badly. Um, as she sees that she may be dying, she takes uh, she fakes her own illness to get the doctor into the cell. While the doctor was checking on Pilar, she kind of motions with her eyes to look at Laura. The doctor then checks on Laura and he is astonished to see her condition. He forces the warden Can to... Can we just talk about how awesome Pilar is and the way that she fakes yeah. that heart attack? Oh my god. I... the whole prison and because she's like kind of the mom, she's been there so long, everybody cares about her. Yeah, the guards. Even the guards and the warden. Yeah. They come in to take care of her and she, when they're not looking, she's like eyeing at the doctor like, hey, yep. over there, over there, yep. over there. And the war- he, he, the doctor forces the warden pretty much to send Laura to the infirmary. Um, the doctor checks on Laura as she's healing up and that is our next clip. How's the patient feeling today? If it hadn't been for you, doctor. Time is the best healer. You're not bad for two weeks. What are you doing in a place like this? I mean, why am I wearing this uniform? Ever heard of euthanasia? My wife was suffering from cancer. She didn't have long to live. Question of days, that's all. Pain was awful. I swore that I would do anything in the world I could to help her. She got worse every day. Nobody could save her. I never saw anyone suffer like that. She begged me to put her out of her misery. So I, so I killed her. But you're guilty only of too much love. Yes, guilty. No one has the right to take life. I'm a murderer and I'm paying for my crime. I have to confess something as well. You told me your secret, so I know I can trust you. Don't confess anything. I know all there is to know about you. Your report was very long and detailed. The only thing that was missing is your academic qualifications. Rest now. Now we know why the doc's in there for euthanasia. I like how he's like, have you ever heard of euthanasia? Yeah, let me mansplain he very, it to he, you. He very, very slyly, very slyly is <laughs> like, you know, I'm single. Yeah. I murdered my <laughs> wife, so now I'm single. Not only, not only did he use his wife's death to explain that he's single, he mansplained it to her. Yeah, because she's like, yes, I know what euthanasia is. Well, he's this like, is well, what euthanasia this is. This is what it is. Let me explain it to you. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, the male prisoners are out in the yard, and they're using a mirror to flash into Malone's cell, trying to get her attention, even wondering where she is. So apparently they have some sort of appointment. Uh, Malone's cellmates, they, they egg her on, and they use, they push the bed, uh, the bunk bed closer to the, like, the cell window. And she gets up there, and she climbs up, and she shows her tatas to the men in the yard. This is technically a thank you movie. Yeah, this is a thank you movie. I feel like Malone's character may be somewhat of an exhibitionist, so- yeah. Yeah. I think that when she was selling her body for drugs, she was also enjoying it. So if we go back to that sequence, up until the women are being beaten, I think that they, maybe she was a lot more okay with it. And so therefore, maybe that's still a thank you movie. <laughs> You're just trying anything you can to make that an okay thank you movie, aren't you? Kind of. Yeah. And uh, like, I think she even knew that she was going to get beaten too. Like, like yeah. that, that was what that guard wants to do. So hey, maybe she was willing for all of this just for the drugs. Hey man, whatever you got to tell yourself to sleep at night. I'm cool. <laughs> Oh, I will sleep like a baby. I will not feel guilty about watching anything in this movie because it is only a movie. That's right. Who in the fuck took my paper clips? This is Matt during some of these scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the our uh, cell our, our prisoner who's the homosexual uh, he starts pleading with the group oh fuck this scene yeah but I, I just wanted to show everyone how they wrote him so go ahead and play that next clip can't you see what she's doing to you stop it at once she's turning all of you into a bunch of drooling savages don't look please it's disgusting listen I satisfied you once I like good enough for you anymore I swore you only wanted me. Stop staring up at that window. Take your eyes off that nasty little She's only teasing you, making fools of you. Believe me, don't expect me to help you out when she's got you hot. I'm no substitute. Ugh. Yeah, fuck all of that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck all of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, all the men don't take too kindly to that, and they all begin a game beatdown of the man. Some guards try to pick it, uh, split it up, and they start beating the shit out of them. Uh, none of it stopped until some guards with actual guns come out and start shooting them in the air. Yeah, but that only kind of slows it down because the guards with the guns start pointing it at people that are coming at them yeah, from yeah. that. These men are desperate and out of their fucking gourd and they're just lashing they out with just, violence and they just saw titties which apparently drives any man to be a fucking raging animal that's my fetish there you go men that are raging animals or titties eh. all of the above <laughs> i have a ragey direction not right now but maybe later that fucking beatdown scene was yeah. brutal was and it looked brutal. to me like they were actually all worked up and were going to gang rape him they just wanted to beat him into submission yeah and it feels like this is something that has happened to this guy a lot and that's why he's always in the infirmary yes well anyway the man, uh, the that man is delivered to the doctor in the infirmary, and that is our next clip. Oh, doctor, I stopped in a stick. I'll never get over this. I'll never recover. You'll recover, all right. <laughs> Don't worry, Leander. I will have you transferred to the women's hospital. Oh, I'm scared, doctor. I love it just being alive. What the hell if I die? Of course you won't. My mother said, I'm a sinner. She condemned me. When you're face to face with Jesus, you will have no reason to bow your head. You've already had your hell on earth. 
Gander. Okay, thankfully they didn't show it, but did he or did he not say, they stuck a stick in, Doctor, I don't think I will recover? No, 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 no. I could have swore I heard him say that. Here, really? Yeah, hang on, I'm going to play it again. All right. Oh, Doctor, they stuffed in a stick. They stuffed in a stick. Um, oh, Doctor, they, they stuffed, stuffed in, in a stick. stick. Yeah. Maybe, though, that might mean like a shiv. I, Who knows? Because they might mean a shiv at that point. I'm pretty sure that they may have... Sh- they, maybe they shipped them no or sticks out there. Uh, so I'm thinking. I'm thinking what he means is he got stabbed. But they, you know, because of the language, because this is not possibly. This is dubbed. But where do you think that we're all worked up sexually and they're feeling violent? Where do you think they would possibly be shoving in a shiv either way too? Yeah, that's true. So it he's all in a lot bad. Yeah. yeah. Either way, whether it was sexual violence or whatever, he got stabbed with something because he wouldn't put out when they were all worked up. Yep. That's very fucking... threatened that he wouldn't. Now and also, I want to go back to the doctor what he says about when he gets to the pearly gates yep. that he wouldn't have to bow his head before Jesus because he's already suffered his hell on earth yes but he doesn't say anything about his homosexuality being a sin or anything that he would no. have to hang his head from no he basically is just saying that's not what you would be judged for and the things you would be judged for you've already been punished for yeah. way worse than what you could in the afterlife yes so like before I thought okay this doctor there's something about him I'm not into this you know this guy I, yeah. don't, I don't like him he's just getting all swarmy no. like the the only thing about the doctor I kind of dig so far is that he murders his wife. <laughs> <laughs> he uses that to pick up another chick. I mean, you know, I mean that other chick is Laura Jemser. So I'm just saying. If you got to murder your wife for somebody, <laughs> it might as well be Laura Jemser, right? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm what I'm basically getting at is I was kind of like, okay, so you euthanized your wife and you're supposed to be like kind of innocent and they're doing this whole political thing as to what happened. Yeah. And then they're using that to where he's falling in love with Laura Gemser's character and she's kind of into him as well. And then I'm like, okay, I don't like this guy enough. He doesn't deserve Laura Gemser's character yeah. of Laura. But then this scene happens and they wrote him this way in the time frame that they're coding a homosexual the way that they do and they treat him very poorly. Mm-hmm. Then they have this little bit of a dialogue and I know they did it just to try and show you that this doctor is more of a better person than what you would ever realize. Yeah. But even still, the fact that they wrote it that way and the fact that it was delivered that way in the time frame that it was, it kind of makes the other insensitive, horrible ways that they were coding the gay person earlier seem like maybe they were just doing that for the story and they were taking shortcuts they shouldn't have taken. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Maybe, maybe there's more there going on. I mean, on. obviously, they, they have some sort of progressive view of homosexuals even back then because they put it in the movie that you know the, the technical good guy character which is the doctor is telling yeah. him that he's suffered enough on this planet he has nothing to bow his head over yeah when beating jesus and, and doesn't even tell him anything else other than that and exactly it was, a, it was a really weird thing to see in the middle of your exploitation film yeah right especially a women in prison a, a movie. positive message yeah a somewhat positive message during all of this rape degradation and violence in a women's prison Ugh. anyway uh the wardens then want the doctor's signature on the dead man's certificate and he argues in our next clip of course i refuse to put my name on his death certificate it's infamous it goes against my professional ethics and it goes against my conscience (sighs) your professional ethics your conscience you didn't allow your conscience to stop you from committing murder you're very self-righteous for a wife killer price of that error if error it was i'm paying now i have a document that gives a true account of leander's death and the signature on it is mine i refuse to sign this falsehood calm down doctor what makes you think anyone would believe it no one's going to take the word of a murderer against the two of us we just want your signature no you'll never be able to buy that as you wish i don't care it's only a formality 
Never mind, your signature's not indispensable. You may go. Your conscience is still intact. Dr. Moran, with regard to your suggestion that the Kendall girl should have a more... a softer kind of job to suit her delicate physical condition, unless you do as I ask... I'll oppose it. All right. Well, uh, the uh, our doctor man, he uh, he has to go ahead and make the beast with two backs with the female warden for Laura's safety. So seems to me like he got put into the infirmary and taken out of Gen Pop, where he was in danger constantly, just so that he would be the fuck buddy of the prison warden, which feels an awful lot like Diane Thorne's character in Ilsa: She Wolf of the SS, and we're back to that whole concentration camp. Yeah. This movie just feels like it was a concentration camp that they just rewrote the script to be a women's prison. Well, and also now that, and I also thought of it this way, because they, you know, obviously they want to make more money. Instead of now having to pay an actual doctor to come out to the prison, they can just make one of the inmates, they have a free doctor. Well, there's that, but also it feels like she's using the fact that she's keeping him out of harm's way. Oh, to bone him, yeah. Yeah, this is not the first time that she's extorted sex from him, it's obvious. No, man, I'm, you know, hey, that uh, the male warden when they talked before about how she may be able to run another kind of house she i'm pretty sure she uses both the houses as uh, both the jails as her own personal little brothel that she just can pick and choose yeah he was basically referring to her having to do a brothel yeah yeah exactly and that's how she's already but a treating forced the labor style brothel like this is basically like ss love camp is what they're redoing here yeah from what I remember of it. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, oh, I can't wait Lord. to see your reactions to these movies. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> anyway, the women are working in the field breaking down some rocks. Pilar says that they used to call this pit the grave because so many people gave their lives in there. Laura comments... It's how, just like to jail the women's hell. Laura comments how she thought this was hard labor was made illegal, at least for women. Consuela is here, and she's talking to Hertha about why she won't help Pilar with the moving of the, 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 the cart. Um, Hertha won't hear of it and Consuela says that she's had enough of her and they both start a fight. At this point, Hertha actually throws Consuela over the side and she falls down a rock hill, like this big hill just made of rocks and she just kind of tumbles down it. Well, she transforms into a much larger stunt woman or stunt yeah. man with a wig. Yes. Rolls down the hill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then somehow gets stripped of both skin and clothing at the bottom. Why are you killing people's imaginations, man? You're taking us out of the movie. <laughs> They should have already seen that. We're just discussing what happens here. Uh, anyway, this uh, kills Consuela and pisses Kitty off. And she, Kitty does this really weird run with her arms in the air. <laughs> like, you remember Robin Hood Men in Tights? Yeah, I have to go home alone now. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, exactly yeah, the run. I gotta yeah. go home. And he has to do that run with he his He says, arm I gotta go home alone yeah, now. Yeah, home alone now. Ah! And he screams. So like, that's exactly how she ran. Yeah, but that's like her fighting stance. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, one of my favorite things is how you know the guards stopped her with the dogs, and they the way they tried to shoot it is to make the make it look like two dogs are barking right at either side of her head, trying to get at her. Yeah. When in reality, you could tell the two dogs are trying to get at one another. Yeah, but not to fight. Like their tails yeah. are wagging and they want to play. But they, yeah, yeah, they're but barking they, but and they're excited. Barking, yeah. yeah, but they're they're trying to lunge at one another. And, like, but hey, you, Hey, you can hey. tell the way they tried to position the camera. They wanted to look like the two dogs were trying to get at her head, yeah. but they're way behind her. It just paid attention to one another. Yeah, the depth of field fucked them in this shot, yeah, and it yeah, fucked yeah. them hard. Yeah. Uh, so the Warnens talk, and they understand that there's now news that a reporter has gone undercover to re- start reporting on conditions of prisons. Uh, they're not sure if it's in the men's or the women's, but they know someone new yeah. just came, and they know that it's going to be their and prison. And they don't know which prison yet. They, they don't know yet it's their prison. 
No, I thought it was they didn't know if it was the male or the female, but nope. they knew it was coming to them. No, nope, they didn't know. It's just in the system. It's in the system. They don't know if it's going to be theirs yeah, or, someone, or else someone else in that system. Okay. But this gets the female wardens thinking, and her and Hertha go into Laura's cell, and they find papers under Laura's uh, bunk bed. And it seems Hertha probably clued her in onto that. As they leave... Like her- snitches are wont to do. Yep. And as they leave, Hertha then stomps on Peeler's cockroach's little cage, killing the cockroach like a bitch. Anyway... It's a fucking cockroach I how mean. fucking dare you man that's Bueller's best friend you motherfucker <laughs> anyway uh it was a balsa wood cage and we never actually see the cockroach yeah anyway they beat laura for information with billy clubs uh and she did admit she keeps a diary they want to know why uh but she won't talk anymore if they, you're into watching women get beaten with billy clubs this movie is for you <laughs> that's my fetish <laughs> uh they then strip her and put her in a metal cylinder and then they start smacking the cylinder over over and over again with their billy clubs. Yeah, they really ring her bell in this yeah. scene. <laughs> uh, she finally breaks and tells them that she is a porter and her name is actually Emmanuel. She's a reporter named Emmanuel. Yes. So this is a lost Emmanuel film. Yeah, yeah. This is an Emmanuel series. <laughs> not the kind of Emmanuel film that Matt the, wants to watch. No, though. no, it is not. Because uh, regular Emmanuel films. That's my fetish. I have a ragey direction. Yes, to all of that. <laughs> Uh, especially however old me was when he first saw that. I still, I think it's... We'll have to figure it out. Yeah, I would have to do the math. Uh, the warden's talk again, and that is our next clip. She confessed that she's doing a survey on behalf of Amnesty International. Oh, Amnesty. The protectors of human rights. They're busy on a witch hunt right now, trying to throw light on prison cruelty. The thing that surprises me the most is that she's come here on her own initiative. And nobody knows where she's gone to. No one. We can soon check up on that. She must be so stupid to come here incognito without telling anyone where she is. What I can't explain is how the devil she wound up in here. It's all fake. Her documents, dossier, past, even the policeman who put her in the wagon. (laughs) Extraordinary. What an extraordinary girl. We'd better stay wide awake. She has great courage. I've made preparations. She's installed in the apartment reserved for VIPs. Marvelous. I myself couldn't have thought of a better solution. I hope she's intelligent enough to realize I'm going to do everything I can to improve her situation. I'll keep her in bed comfy and warm. Oh, man. So anyway, we see one of the head guard, the head guard making coffee. And she, we see her put drops in it. She gives it to Emmanuel, letting her know that she will soon be in shape to leave soon, before she even knows it. The wardens are going through mail and see that politicians are even looking for Emmanuel. So they know that they don't know what prison she's in yet because the letter's going out to all the prisons as well. That was a really stupid plan. Yeah. She really should have clued somebody in as to what was happening. And where she was at, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They say that we'll have to take care of this intelligently and the female warden says three drops a day should do it. Pilar finds Emmanuel, but she is unable to get Emmanuel to respond to her while calling for her. Because she's heavily drugged. Yep. Just how Matt likes them. Oh, dude. Damn, what the fuck? I like me heavily drugged. Someone else is heavily drugged. It means they got into all the drugs and I didn't get any drugs. Now I'm mad. Yeah, go ahead and try and qualify your way out of that after you tell me my parents never loved me and they loathe me. Just because it's true doesn't mean you need to say it. <laughs> 
fuck you, man. <laughs> Listen, we're too we're too late into the show for anybody to get hurt feelings anymore. All right, that's all over. <laughs> too late in this friendship. Yeah, that's true. Too. Whatever it may be, whatever this is. Uh, Pilar talks to the doc and tells him about Emmanuel, and also that he gives him a key that she used to be a pickpocket, so she was able to get this like master key. Miguel shows up then, and he has a sore throat, but he also, while talking to him, tells the doc about this motorboat he has. Convenient. <laughs> The motorboat named the Plotline. The Plotline. The Plotline motorboat. The doctor comes to Emmanuel and tests and like like sniffs, tastes her food. And when she gets to her coffee, he sniffs it and tells her that she is being poisoned and that she is not to drink any more coffee. The next day, the warden is giving Emmanuel said coffee and tells her she'll be leaving soon. And, and after the warden leaves, Emmanuel is able to dump the rest of the coffee uh, out into the sink. Uh, we see that Pilar is talking to other of the female prisoners and they they are planning something that night the male warden comes in and rapes emmanuel uh and while he leaves she gets up and vomits so she had to pretend like she was still drugged because she's probably not and had to lay there and take that shit and it makes you wonder how many nights he's been doing this while she was drugged because this was probably not the first time he did it right oh man gross uh that man would later go on to become bill cosby <laughs> uh, we cut to an inspector who gets a letter from our doctor. It's most likely describing the conditions and what is happening right now in that prison. Uh, we have it's dinner time, and Pilar and Kitty and another confirm that everyone is ready to do what needs to be done. Bertha overhears and threatens Pilar that she will blow the whistle and tell everybody and tell the guards what's happening. They all start attacking Hertha and one of the only guards out there, and. Pilar tells Kitty to run and go get Emmanuel. The guards come in to break it up, and when we cut to, and Kitty has Emmanuel, and they're escaping to to the doctor. The doctor says it's too early, but they said they had no choice because Hertha was going to go ahead and blow the lid. So the doctor and Emmanuel make a run for it. We <laughs> cut to the two escaping the prison, and then we cut back to the fight. Um, the fight is finally under control. We see Hertha has been beaten to death. The head guard is really broken up about this and wants everyone put in solitary because the head guard had a thing for her and watching her bang other ladies yes yeah Emmanuel and the doc find a safe space to spend the rest of the night which is our show rest. that's safe space that they're at that's our show oh yeah we're a safe space that's not it I know it's not it but we are a safe space yes yes for people who have escaped prison and want to have consensual sex yes yes <laughs> um, it's a very niche safe it's, space it's really weird uh, that's why I keep all the hay around everyone is gone out of the cafeteria room except for Pilar the guard and Malone uh, she asked Pilar why she would kill her and Pilar said they were actually just trying to help her that she had been having a, a fit and the guard slaps her Pilar said they did what they did because she deserved it because she was a fucking snitch and then slapped the guard back the guard then shoots Pilar right in the heart Malone then picks up a spoon slash shank and stabs the guard in the back killing her yay she's finally dead yeah see you later you bitch Emmanuel and the doc, they talk in our final clip. You were crazy to take such a risk. At least you could have told your editor. Let's hope my letter arrives in time. No point in worrying about it now. We've played our cards. All we can do is wait and see who wins. It's fate, that's what it is. But who's? The white killers? 
No, the fate of a loving husband who put his wife out of her misery. If we ever get out of this alive, I swear I'll have your case reopened and tried again. Okay. And then we get to making some love, and that's a thank you movie. Yeah, probably the only other thank you movie yeah. that we could probably have. Yep. Best. And yeah. it's uh, and so it's a big thank you. Um, pile Although of- Laura Jensner's character is horrifically bruised, beaten, and scarred at this point, and it's all over her while she's on top and riding him. All you see is a bruised, beaten up woman. Yeah, that's true. That's my fetish. A bruised, beaten up woman. <laughs> yeah, that's my fetish. Okay. So what happens when you start thinking about? Actually, it's not though being around a. Bruised, like, that's why I can never woman. be. I have a ragey direction. That's why I can never be in like S and M because yeah, that just would not be like something I could see. <laughs> like, I just couldn't. Like I would want to be like so freaking gentle because you like think you're touching them, it's gonna just hurt. It's just fucked up, man. All right, I won't comment then. But you know, people are into it. That's good for them. You know, as long as they you. have a willing participant. As long as everyone's willing and understand what's going on and safe words are, you know, that's that's recognized, really that's the big fine. thing about this show. Whatever you're into, great as long as it's with consent. Yes, <laughs> and that goes with all of the laws of the land on what judges consent just, for age and everything. Yes, just because I'm not into it doesn't mean you can't do it. As long as you've got permission from the person or whatever you're doing it to. <laughs> yes. Or it's an inanimate object that has no feelings. Yes. And as long as like that person, a dead person. As long as that person is 18 or older. Um. Uh, anyway, uh, Pilar talks to Kitty on her deathbed, telling her to feed her cockroach, and then she dies. Pilar doesn't know that her cockroach was stomped earlier? I don't think so. Wow. Because if she Better knew... she got a new one. Maybe. Maybe she... I mean, it's pretty plausible there'll yeah. be more than five billion cockroaches in this prison. Exactly. The guards uh, find out that the doctor is missing and they all leave uh, because they're all the female guards are around the guard who got stabbed in the back. However, one stays there and starts beating Kitty. So she's like, because it's your fucking fault. Uh, They send out a search party and after some cat and mouse action. You can call it cat and mouse action. I will call it film padding. Yeah, so that's as well. Big time film padding. Uh, Emmanuel and the doctor are found and brought in. Uh, After they are brought in, they see both wardens stand there and they both raise their hands and they're all in cuffs. Uh, So obviously this inspector found out what happened, went to the prison and has arrested many, many people. Which is not very different from what we had seen in the jail, the women's Exactly. Hell. Yes. It's just that how did they even get word out or did just somebody show up and like take over the prison? But then the main person who was getting beaten and victimized ended up becoming the person in charge of that jail, which makes yeah. even less sense than Emanuela being a reporter yes. going by the title of Laura yeah. to be undercover. Well, Emanuela is set free. She tells the doctor that she will be waiting for him. He says, you better. She drives away as the doctor stands with Miguel. Roll credits. But uh, so, well, I mean, you're not wrong about these Matei films, man. That's I feel like we're only going to be going f- severely downhill from here. Like, yeah. I feel like this is the best that we have to hope for the list. And I published the list. It's one of the announcements. Yeah, in the group I saw that. People are curious of what we're going to be doing. Yep. Now, the dates are the proposed recording dates. We usually record on a Monday when it works out. So that's what those are. Yeah. So it's going to be the following Sunday after that specific date that you're going to see these releases. So Island of the Living Dead coming up next. That's going to be the next one that's on the list. Yep. We're going to do them in order. So yikes. Yeah. <laughs> One of our listeners, Gareth, is like super excited because I guess he has a few of these. He bought some of these intervision DVDs oh, nice. as well. And like he wanted us to cover, I think it's Zombies the Beginning. And if I'm wrong on that, Gareth, let me know. I don't really have a lot of stuff to break down and try and describe about the movie. I mean, we kind yeah. of already talked about it. The coding of the gay character for the most part, Buck 
all of that except for the thing that happens with well, except the, for the doctor. Way, the way the doctor treats him. Yeah, the way a, the doctor treats him as a human being is the way that it should go. And I don't mind that the homophobic rapist assholes that are in the same jail with him are treating him like they did. It's the way that the other guards react and they don't even feel that he's a human being. Yes. And the only person that treats him like a human being yeah. is the... It's this doctor. Yeah. Now, having him be this jealous guy who wants the attention of the men even though they mistreat him yeah, and is super jealous of women, that's the part that is the most vile for the way that, that they treat this character. insulting as shit. I can understand if he's like, look, I'm doing what I have to to survive. Yes, they beat me a little bit, but I also will survive by yes. giving them what they want. Yeah. But having him become jealous of a woman because he isn't getting their affections, these men are all raping him. Yeah. There's no way that he would be like that. Well, and there are other sums that, even the ones that are like maybe not raping him, that he, you know, doesn't mind being with or something like that. Yeah. It's still, it's demeaning to any kind of gay person that, that, that all of a sudden they're going to be so mad about that. Yeah, that they're going to get super jealous because the guys are leering at someone else. Yes, exactly. I'm sure there is a possibility that there are people out there that are that jealous that if someone looks at someone else, I'm sure that that actually exists. But Lord what, knows I've dated a few people like but, that. What they're trying to say is that, you know, oh, you know, it, it's it's probably paradise for somebody who's homosexual to right. be in a prison. Fuck because, that attitude. Because, you know, it's a smorgasbord yeah. for them. It's fuck you, assholes. <laughs> That's horrific. Yeah, you're a prick. <laughs> I can't believe they put that in there. The only thing that redeems that whole entire scenario is the way that the doctor treats him. Yes. The violence against women in this for a movie being called Violence in a Women's Prison is shockingly tame. Yes, it is not as bad. I was I was really holding my breath for some, some really hardcore shit that I was going to be really disturbed yeah, by. You know what I was expecting to see is some of the kind of shit that we saw in like House on the Edge of the Park. Like some yeah. really vile shit. Was, and we've seen some really vile shit in some of these women in prison movies. I was fully expecting that one rape scene with Consuela. I was like, oh God, this is, yeah, I can, this is. But the movie pulls away from yeah, it. Yeah, it pulls away. I mean, it shows her horrified face and then it goes away. And I was just like, don't get me wrong. I also was like, whew, okay, good. I didn't, well, yeah. you, know, you don't want to watch that. But at the same time, I was surprised. I was completely ready just to get, like, I'm, I was sh- like, oh. I'm shocked that they did it, but I'm pleasantly shocked because I didn't have to sit through it. Yeah, right. You know, it's all the implication of it. And I think the thing that they were going for was the fact that the wardens engineered this thing for their own fuck buddy time. Uh-huh. for them to get off watching it. That's the part that's more vile and disgusting. Yeah. And thankfully, they just knew enough to let that get across. Oh, yeah. I, you know, just the way that they did it where they called away and they just showed them watching it and enjoying it and then we don't, that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't actually have to watch the violation happen. Yeah. You don't actually see, I mean, other than the sort of passed out Laura Gemser's character having to lay there being unconscious. Yeah. You really don't see the sexual assaults in this film other than that. Yeah, right? You don't. I mean, in the, the selling her body for drugs thing, I I mean, that for the more that we see the relationship between the two of them, the more you kind of consider that that Mason lady and Hares or whatever their names were, this is just something that they did for extra privileges. Yeah. And that maybe she liked doing it or was enjoying it. And maybe they even knew they were going to get beaten. It's just something that happened uh-huh. and they did it so they didn't have to work or, or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you don't really know. The movie doesn't tell you. I'm just trying to justify why I enjoyed that scene in my own head. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's you just making it work. When I was talking about how I was able 
able to separate, you know, the sadness for the reasons why the nudity was on screen with yeah. what was going on. It's a scene like that where it's still kind of like, well, they're not necessarily being forced. They're more or less being coerced. You yes. know, like they're making a deal or, or whatever. Because we all make deals sometimes. <laughs> we all have to make that deal within our own head about... I don't want to do the dishes, so I'm going to do that thing that you like because you're going to do the dishes. Exactly, right. That's, that yeah. that happens when you're cohabitating. <laughs> you, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Right. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not necessarily the worst women in prison film that I've seen, and it's not necessarily the most tame. Um, so it's just right in the right kind of a pocket to where you watch this film and it's going to give you pretty much and tick every box for a win in prison film. But if you've seen enough of them, it just kind of, you know, it's just kind of there. It just exists. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's yeah. not horrible. It's not wonderful. It's not like, you know, super exploitative. I feel naughty after watching it. It's just kind of, I mean, I, we, I watched this on Sunday afternoon, I, right? I, get, I barely remember anything that happened by the time we're recording on Wednesday. Yeah, I, I get what you mean about, you know, Matei just being kind of awful because it's just, it's. Yeah, when you said, do you mean like content yeah, and, or, uh, or yeah, directing yeah, and like, and like, like movie, movie. Like, eh, and both? Like, oh, yeah, both. And I'm like, ah, okay, I gotcha. And, yeah. and then I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad as in, oh my God, I'm so shocked. I can't believe I watched this. This is. Although there are parts that will drive that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's mostly just, wow, this is just kind of sloppily thrown together just for an excuse to get women naked and simulate beating them is what he's doing. That's exactly what I look for in my entertainment. <laughs> That's what you want in a women's prison I don't know what else I'm saying is somebody should clip you saying that just so you could just play that when anybody said something about a movie or something. That's what I look for in my entertainment? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might have to clip that for myself. All right, I got nothing else to say. I got this. nothing else to say. All right, so let's uh, go ahead. We're just going to let's skip the news this week. Cause skip I, the news? Yeah, because I got to get shit done All this right. week. I don't have time to do a lot of editing and everything, so we're just going to go ahead and close out the show. All right, sounds good. We're going to play the promo for the Legion podcast that should be at the end. I already explained how this works, but that's not how this show goes, so I'm just going to play it now, and then we're going to have some more music from the Necromantics, and when we come back, we'll close out this fucking show. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho-Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. Oh, 
shit, that actually fits. They're talking about being drugged, locked up in a cage, mistreated and abused for the pleasure of a woman who has resting witch face. That's true. This this works. This works. I didn't even mean for that to happen, but we're, <laughs> we're going to go with this. We're going to run with go. what we have. And if you would like to run with all that we have, you can find us on our landing page, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. I'm giving you all of this information because apparently there are podcast aggregators out there that strip out all of our show notes that I put this stuff in and then claim that it's their show. So our stuff is being stolen out really? there. Really? It does it to like, there's a lot of different places that do that. There's somebody posted in the group. There's a luminary service or whatever that does that. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you are not pulling it from iTunes or Stitcher or anything like that, or you're paying for some kind of a service and you're hearing this show, Cinema PsyOps, please know that we don't really condone those services. We're actually a member of Legion Podcast Network. Yes. We have nothing to do with that other stuff. They're just another one of those people that supposedly aggregate our feed and steal our numbers or <laughs> even though they say they're reporting it. Yeah, so. fuck that shit. Yeah, but hey, I don't care as long as you're out there listening yeah. to it. So you That's need to, it's important. If you're out there listening to it, I don't care how you get a hold of the episodes. Just let us know that you're listening to it and you're enjoying the show. The best way to do that is if you're on Facebook, join our Cinema PsyOps group. Everybody that hangs out there is just as twisted and weird as you are. I they promise are. you. We're all fucked up. And we're all having fun because yes. it is a progressive show for morons. There it is. God damn it. I forgot. <laughs> and there's the group as well. Now, I'm on Facebook. I'm Court PsyOps. You can drop me a line. Let me know how you're feeling about the show. You know, instant message, whatever, or just post it on the wall and, you know, shame me in front of everybody, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Matt is also on Facebook. He is Matt PsyOp. You can shame him on his wall there or post in the group and make memes out of him like Christopher. Oh, my God. They're awesome. But Chris Mounts has been yep. doing our boy Chris Mounts. And then Brandon as well has been doing some. The, the one that Brandon made with the uh, straighteners for the beard. Yes, that was awesome. Um, though I was reading that. I'm like, how does Brandon know I straighten? in my beard. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's oh, somebody it's, it's straightening a your hair. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's a- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> by, the time I, by the time I got to the bottom of it, I was like, oh, oh. that's why the beard straightening thing was in there. <laughs> you can also email feedback to Matt, psyopmatt at gmail.com. Let him know that you cannot straighten your cock like you straighten a beard with heat. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's already learned the hard way and his I, doctor's running out of sass. I already, t- I already took the icy hot out, though. <laughs> you can also email feedback to court, cinema psyopscourt at gmail.com let them know that straightening his beard is kind of hipster and you think it's lame next thing you know you're going to be wearing flannel a stocking cap when it's 85 degrees outside what's fannel? Fannel, flannel 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 footage Footage. 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 If you would like to show me what fanal is, you can tweet a couple of <laughs> tweets to a couple of twats. I'm at court underscore psyop, and he is at psyop Matt. We are still currently on the hate-filled shit fest. That is Twitter. Fucking Twitter is so disgusting. I'm on Instagram under cinema underscore psyops, where I'm posting photos of my cats. Some of the progress of things going on with the computer swap out, um, whatever keto level I'm at. I'm also following all sorts of Instagram models and, you know, the suicide girls, tattooed ladies, that sort of thing. Yes. So, you know, get your pervert on with me, I guess. or you Get know. your pervert on. Our boy Ken has been linking me some photos. <laughs> photos. Photos. There's some footage? Not necessarily footage, but Instagram feeds. Oh, nice. Feeds. Yeah. If you would like to link us some of that stuff, we would definitely appreciate it. And there's also been a challenge that's been posted in our group. Apparently, there's a thing on Instagram going around where they're trying to get everybody to masturbate every day in the month of May. Really? Yeah. Every so day? Every day in the month of May. At least know. once a day, I guess. I don't know if I have that kind of time. Oh, I know I definitely could squeeze it in once yeah, a day. Yeah, you just gotta make time, huh? You gotta make time to yeah. beat yourself into oblivion. And while you're doing that, kick the fuck out of your junk and this week and make it your bitch.
had quite the fucking ordeal. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did. I tried six different times to transfer data from the Mac Mini to the new scavenged iMac. This Uh, gigantic, beautiful thing right here. uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This giant 27-inch monitor. Perfect, giant, fucking, let's watch porn on this monitor. Uh, No, but it will come in handy for when we do commentaries. There you go. So I had all this stuff transferred over, and I had it on the, I put a six terabyte hard drive in this, and then a one terabyte SSD. The software, the startup, and all my data migrated over to the six terabyte drive on one partition that was just one terabyte. The one terabyte SSD stick thing that I put in, yeah. that's the one I had to gut the whole computer tear completely apart, pull the motherboard out and flip it around and then install that there. Yeah. So I got that in there. I got it to start up. It recognized that drive and everything. I sealed it back up. But the thing is, I didn't have a connector for this blade, this uh-huh. SSD blade. Yeah. I just have it for SATA and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So I have to try again and migrate it over. And I tried everything. I tried cloning the drive that's internal to the computer and that failed because Mac is weird and it won't let you do stuff. You have to unmount shit to get it to work and install and it just wasn't working. So I finally did this like last ditch effort where I wiped the SSD blade completely. Wiped it. Then I put the other Mac, the old Mac Mini, into target disk mode is what they called it. And then I set it up to transfer after I installed a fresh install of the latest Mac OS on the blade. And then right after that I finally got Max Software, the migration assistant, to copy everything over because it was throwing errors. It didn't want to copy it. It didn't want to clone. didn't want to do anything because of their new fucking file system they use. Yeah. Seven tries, dude, and I got it. The seventh time was lucky, but you want to know why? Why is that? Because of the little homeboy figurine I put on top of the Mac. Because little guy, man. Yeah. Why can we need to leave this world behind? <laughs> the human beings are a fucking virus on this planet. We really are. We really, I mean, really we are. are disgusting. Yeah. Hu- human beings as a whole. Yeah. I mean, just is. Thanos was right. Yeah. Thanos was kind of right. It's getting scary that I've agreed a lot with Thanos. And we're just like, um, maybe 15% <laughs> less of us wouldn't be so bad. I'm more along the lines of let's just do 100% less. <laughs> just wipe it clean. With a 4% margin of error that includes not me. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Just cord alone. No, no, I mean not me. Like I don't. I, I want to be in the group that gets expunged. Oh, oh, oh so you also want to? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So just like a plant, for you to be happy, you should just be a planet of cats. No, that would be really bad because yeah. my cats annoy me too. Oh, just everything. Sweet obliteration and non-existence across the board. Of is what any I'm life for. form. That's what I pray to at night, Matt. Really? Before I lay me down to sleep, I you, pray obliteration. You play my consciousness for the to children think. of Thanos to land. <laughs> Just get rid of us all. We're all going to be on two separate sides, and Thanos is going to be like, I'm going to eliminate half of you, and you hear this one voice pipe up. Me, Why, not me, all- me, me, me. Why not all of us? Come on, man. What have humans ever done? Go ahead and give your balls a tug, and let's see if you get the job done. Come on, you nutsack shit motherfucker. Do it. Is that where you keep the balls you don't have? <laughs> Both lows on future, huh? You got the idea. All right. These pauses are ridiculous. I know. I mean, that's the whole fucking movie. I know. An animate object that has no feelings. Yes. And as long as like that person, a dead person, as long as that person is eighteen or older, or dead. No. <laughs> You, you gotta stop. But necrophilia? Yes. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't. You, you need to stop. <laughs> it's good exercise. Oh, digging up a date? All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's just get the fuck through this thing. Uh, good God Almighty, you motherfucker. 
Emmanuel is set free. She tells the doctor that she will be waiting for him. He says, you better. She's like, I'll wait for you. And he's like, you better, because I can't wait to murder you. I mean, euthanize you. I can't wait for you to get cancer. I mean, what? (laughs) (laughs) He's all like, euthanizing my wife? That's my fetish. (laughs) That's probably what he's saying, yeah. (laughs) And we later found out his last name was actually Kevorkian. (laughs) He was able to parlay his ability to euthanize people that he loved into a career. (laughs) You do the dishes, I do that thing you like with my tongue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, like, that's how I was justifying that in my head. And as men, we go, okay. (laughs) I'll do them all. I'll do all the dishes. You want me to go to the next door neighbors and do the dishes too? I'll do everyone's dishes on this fucking street. She's in control, I miss her, the right fire is in which 